Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. How's it going? Good. How about you? Going okay. I uh, I surprised Michael with COVID. With COVID, <laughs> he had he has the he had the COVID. Took a negative have. test, so that's good. Uh, nope. I bought a bunch of stuff from REI, the hiking store, Uh-oh. and I didn't realize that he gets the receipt. He thought his credit card got stolen. I got some like camp gear, some like uh, a kettle and some bowls and stuff. And uh, he's like, did you buy anything from REI? And I was like, maybe. (laughs) And he was like, I thought my card got stolen. And I was like, it was an emergency. Were they having a sale? No. (laughs) I just wanted those things. I wanted two bowls, a kettle and some neck, like neck scarves. Okay, then. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to be out in the wilderness of Montana. That's true. I think it gets cold at night. I think so, too. We're not camping or anything, but, like, I want to eat. But the problem is that, like, fully fully hydrated food is very heavy. So, I don't know, like, if you've been following these people who, like, they've been going on, like, walking, like, walking America or whatever. All right. Um, but so they were showing how, because they prepared all their food, like hydrated and apparently their, their mother-in-law, one of the, somebody, their friends, like ship them to certain destinations at certain times. So when they get there, they refuel. Oh, so they're not carrying it all with them. Yeah. I thought about shipping some stuff to like some of the Airbnbs we're staying at. Then I was like, I don't want to be a creep about it. It's creepy. They just well, they were sending it, sending them to um, yeah, they were sending them to like where they the whatever town they knew they were going to be at. I guess there's some like hiker spots or whatever. I don't know. Um, but they had a schedule, so like they were shipping them out like whenever the schedule was, so they'd get them when they got there. That's pretty nice. I'm only going for a week, so you know, well, that's I'll manage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you could still ship it out. Uh, some stuff like we, I don't think I can bring like fuel, like uh, propane no. fuel on the plane. Right. No. <laughs> so, but there's like, the good thing about being at West is there's like a million of those REIs. So like, I can just go pick one up at any old town and they'll have whatever I need. Yeah. I can pack a bowl in my, cause we have a checked bag cause backpacks and stuff like that. I'm not going to ship a backpack that's going to be heavy. No. It's part of my flight credit. Checking those bags. Yeah. Do it. Because <laughs> United doesn't give away those check bags for nothing, you know? Nobody does. But because I was Nobody going does. to Italy, it came with a checked bag. So this time it came with a checked bag as well. And I was like, good, it better had. Yeah, and a lot of that stuff, you're right. You could probably just put it there. Hmm. Let's see about some volume around here. What? So let's see about some volume. Am I not coming through loud enough? No, I'm just deaf and old. Well, here, yeah. let me turn my. Is that better? Yes. Okay. So that's what I'm up to. I'm up to buying stuff that I'm not supposed to be buying. <laughs> I am not up to that. Um, <laughs> I am up to trying to downsize a lot of crap. Oh my. Um, well, mainly clothes. Mainly clothes. Like just getting rid of some shit. I'm like, I, I don't need this. I do that too. Like I bring something in, something's got to go out. Yeah. And I haven't done that. I was doing really well. I was like, 
committing to getting rid of like five things a week. Mm. And then I went back to the office when I have to. Because <laughs> I don't have time now. I'm like, oh, I come home. I was like, oh, I'm just too tired. I feel bad. Sometimes I have stuff and I'm like, I got to get rid of this stuff. Then I'm like, oh, it was a gift or whatever. And I'm like, I can't. I can't keep this. <laughs> well, that's why I'm doing better with clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like some of these clothes, I'm like, all right, listen, I mean, they're never going to fit into them again. Like, doesn't matter how much weight I lose. And even if I did, I'm going to be 50 in a year. I don't need to be wearing these. And <laughs> then I kind of like went through a phase for the last two years of buying fat girl clothes. <gasps> so, which don't fit anymore. So I was like, I don't need to hold on to this. Like, I don't intend to be as big as I was again. So, which is probably the sure sign that I'll get as big as I was. <laughs> You know what they say, happiness breeds content, breeds fatness. Yeah, I know. So does cookies. <laughs> cookies also breed fatness and contentment. Um, I mean, part of it was just, you know, I wasn't exercising. I, I got very spoiled with the fact that we were, we used to be so active in like shows and festivals and stuff like that, that I could eat the way I was, mm. but I was burning it off in a weekend, you know, and it balanced each other out. And then when I wasn't doing that, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> maybe I, I should go for a walk. <laughs> I wish I could do shows again. I don't know if that's like the wisest move. Considering- I'm doing, well, I'm doing a fair upstate with Mel. I'm going to do one day. I can't commit to both days. Uh, on the 14th, it's in, Schen- well, it's close to Schenectady. Yep. But again, it's outdoor and I'm just going to leave my mask on. What kind Plus of fair? We'll be- it's a Renfair. It's yeah. a Capital District Renfair. Okay. I never heard of it. It's a, it's a new show she's doing, but um, Upstate seems to be doing, like, they're, they're pretty good with masks, so. I hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I'll keep my mask on the end. Yeah. You know what you should get for a mask? You should put um, some coins, maybe some coins that fell off an old hip scarf across the bridge of the mask, so it's themed. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I like still use. Fringe. <laughs> yeah, I still use the disposable masks. I try to use the cloth mask. I just, they're, they're not, I can't do it. I feel like my I, nose never fits in. Oh, don't get the ones I have then because, like, I know the ones I sewed were very small because I have a small child sized head, but the ones from CVS are also very small. And I'm like, perfect. But Michael's is so big, and I'm like, this is enormous. Whose big head is fitting in this? <laughs> mine. Everybody but mine. Yeah, I have to laugh because, like, unless I get the the disposable mask, and I have to get the large, and it's not even because my face is big. It's literally my nose. <laughs> like, I I go to put on the regular masks, and you can clearly see my nose is like tilted sideways. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh. I was like. I didn't know my nose was that big. <laughs> Maybe if you'd like, my mom's definitely not girlfriend, Terry. Uh, she likes sewing those masks and she makes them like nice and big. So maybe it would fit your face. My, my schnoz? Schnoz. It's a distinguished nose. I like a distinguished nose. I mean, I like my nose too. I just never had to worry about it before. <laughs> the other thing is, is it makes the, like, it'll make the, the mask slip down. You know what? Nobody thought about masks ever. Well, they did in like 1918 or whatever, but now until now, 
the, the Deep Space Nine episode I watched yesterday, uh, they had a plague, like an, a virus outbreak, and it mutated to an airborne virus. So everybody's getting this left and right. Not one mask hit their face. They're just breathing all over each other. <laughs> I was like, well, this is going to get around the station real fast. <laughs> You're all, oh my God, disinfect the surfaces. <laughs> and they're like, it's in the food. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Why is old sci-fi? It's too real. I know, I know. I feel, I, I saw your post about how every old sci-fi has a, um, a plague conversation. And I'm like, it does. This one was it a really little, does. Star Trek was a little edgy back then because like, the virus that was there was put there by terrorists and they oh, had to go geez. call up some other terrorists and be like you didn't happen to make an antidote did you they're like why it was oh you're God. terrorizing somebody else Jesus. they were no. like it's okay <laughs> it's okay it's all right we'll forgive you they were like why? you better find that terrorist that made this thing or whatever and then <laughs> you figure it out i guess when uh, a plague is in if we knew that a terrorist had the cure for this particular plague, I feel like they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Do you have the cure or not? <laughs> we don't even care. Just give us the cure. Well, we are not doing a goddess of cure today. Sorry. Oh, no. What are we doing? The goddess of sci-fi shows. Yeah. Um, we're actually doing someone that I, I found a lot of information on. Yeah. So it's a bonus red letter day today. It's Frigga. No. <laughs> no. Uh it's Idun. Okay. Um now I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, like every other thing I've been pronouncing since this podcast started. <laughs> uh it is spelled either I D U N or I O with that little oleate over it. Okay. U N N. Huh. I don't I don't know how to say it. I I, I don't. So Idun it is. <laughs> Goddess pronunciation. Well, on our list we had her spelled I D U N. Ethun. I said Ethun. Okay, we're gonna call her Ethun until I screw up and call her Idun again. I'm sure there's some like fancy like Viking accent you're supposed to have. It's like when people roll their R's but they're not Spanish. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure there's like some lilt somewhere we're not doing right. Um, but what else is new? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that counts. Yeah. Uh, so she's the goddess associated with apples, youth, and fertility. Hmm. Um, there seems to be a lot of fertility goddesses in North mythology, but she's the only one that's specifically associated with apples and youth. She is attested to in the pro prose edda. And the yes. poetic Edda, oh. like they all are. Yes, she she's she actually has a pretty big write up. Uh, so she's she's the wife of Bragdi, the god of poetry, or Bragi, um, and she's also the keeper. So she keeps the apples in a wooden box called an esky. Oh, which, okay. Which is made of ash wood used to carry personal possessions. I almost got confused because there's one of the goddesses that's in Freya's court also holds the same box but apparently that type of box is very common it's almost like a purse yeah so right. having them doesn't make them it just depends on what you're putting in them so it the box itself is pretty common 
You're like, Freya, um, where's your magical box? Baby, it's magical all the time. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, she keeps apples in her box. <laughs> um, she, and the apples are important. She's also the grantor of eternal youthfulness. So the apples are actually used by the gods. When they grow old, they'll become young again. So when they start getting old, she brings them the apple and they bite into them and become young again. So she's rather important. She, she will continue doing this right up until Ragnarok. It specifically said that. Oh, so okay. once Ragnarok starts, she's not handing out any more apples. Hey, these apples ain't free now. It's the end of Apparently the world. Apparently not. Everything costs money. Um, it's, it's interesting that she, so she is definitely considered the daughter of Freya. Hmm. Um, but there is a split, a split idea of who her father is. Oh, so boy. it's because Freya apparently had some dalliances. Um, yeah, she liked to sleep with elves and she liked to sleep with dwarves. Oh, well, I... <laughs> right. So one poem, the prose Edda says that she is, um, the daughter of Freya and a dwarf. Poetic Edda says that she's the daughter of Freya and an elf, but the po- uh, pro- poetic Edda also doesn't give her a human form. She's said to be elven, but she's also said to actually be a ghost or a spirit, hmm. which isn't the same as we would look at. like. She's not like spooky, spooky, ooh. Sure. Um, but because of her eternal youthfulness and the fact that she's allowed to carry these apples, she's not human presenting um, okay. so yeah she's it's interesting and there wasn't really any any evidence of one hard way or the other um so i'm giving her both and i mean maybe she's a elf on the shorter side there is not much <laughs> description actually there isn't really any description of what she looks like outside of being a ghost or a spirit you're like look at her size she's clearly on the, from the dwarf side be like yeah but she looks a little elvish. <laughs> right. So there was one thing that I thought was very funny. So the, they gave the name of the dwarf who's possibly her father. And it was Avaldi. Okay. And apparently Avaldi was described as um, being short of statue, but very stout. So he weighed like 250 pounds full of muscle. Ooh. I don't know why that was so important for them because he's not, he doesn't show up anywhere else. He didn't make like something amazing that we were going to find out later. <laughs> um, I guess he was just a hot dwarf. I, I don't know. Um, oh, like that one in The Hobbit. That was probably, on being that's human. What, that's what made me think about it. Like maybe it was kind of that because they do say the dwarves are smaller, but they're not like misshapen. No. Um, and the fact that they wanted to talk about him being 250 pounds. Like, I'm, I'm like, okay. Do you, do you, he's like, do you even lift, bro? <laughs> right. So I'm like, all right. So he was a shorter. I mean, quite honestly, he might have been my height. I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. Giants aren't really like eight feet tall or anything. That's just where they're from. Right. So I'm like, all right. But they don't they don't give the name of who her elfin father might be. So, um, so that's her in a nutshell. Uh, and uh, we'll move on to her notoriety. So this story, I didn't really know where to put it. Um, It's not, I don't want to put it at the beginning because it's not really a creation myth for her. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but of course Loki's involved. And he always. Yeah, he is. So. <laughs> so she's mentioned in the first chapter of Scald some other book. Okay. Um, and it is it is um taken from the Prosetta. Uh, she's one of the eight goddesses that are sitting around their thrones at a banquet in Asgard. I'm almost wondering if it's not the same one where he called out all the other women and called them sluts. Oh, well, that one was under the sea. That was a party oh, under okay. the sea. Okay, so <laughs> this was Asgard. Um, and Braggy, her husband, is telling a story about how she got kidnapped. It's because Loki wanted the apples. Of course he, he did. Um, she got abducted. So he arranged for her to get abducted by a giant, uh, pajazz. Pajazz from the misfits. Go on. Yeah. It's pajazzy. P-J-A-Z-I. Okay. With like some weird stuff going on. So Braggy says that after hitting an eagle, which was pajazzy in disguise with a pole, Loki finds himself stuck to the bird. What I'm getting is I feel like Braggy stood up and said, Hey, you guys want to hear a story? Because this is yeah. how it's reading. Like, Reggie's telling the story. So Loki's pulled further and further into the sky. His feet are banging against stone, gravel, and trees until feel for that his arms are going to be pulled from their socket. He roars for mercy, begging the eagle to set him free. To which the eagle agrees, but only on the condition that Loki makes a solemn fall to lure Idun, Itun, um, bearing her apples of youth from the safety of Asgard. So Loki accepts this because he got himself in trouble and now has to at the time it's agreed so he he lets loki return to odin and some other friends and loki and pajazi lure her out of asgard into a certain forest telling her that he's discovered some apples that she would find worth keeping and furthermore that she should bring her own apples with her so that she can compare them with the apples he's discovered i mean who I falls for this this is like apparently the... this chick apparently <laughs> this chick um I'm going to go with the fact that she embodies youthfulness constantly. So maybe she's also oh. embodies it in her brain. That sounds, uh, you know, who offered you a watch at the bar that day? Look, because that's the kind of dumb shit. And I fell for it. <laughs> All right. Maybe she was drinking. <laughs> so Pajazzi arrives in eagle shape, snatches her up and flies away with her and takes her to Odenheim. Uh, yeah, that's the. the Giant land. Dialing. So now the Esir begin to grow gray and old at the disappearance of Idun. Uh, they assemble at a thing where they ask one another if anybody's seen her. Basically, they're like, "Has it? When was the last time anybody saw her?" Uh, I don't know why it took so long. I don't know how many times they have to eat these apples that yeah. they just now realize she's missing. Also, why didn't her husband realize she was missing? I don't know. Um, they realized that the last time she was seen when, when she was going outside of Asgard with Loki. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they have Loki arrested and brought to the meeting. Uh, Loki's threatened with death and torture. So terrified, Loki says that if the goddess Freya will lend him her falcon shape, he'll search for her in the land of the giants. So Freya lends him the falcon shape, and then he flies north to the giants. One day later, that was very specific, he arrives at Pajazi's home, he discovers that Pajaji is out on a, at sea in a boat, having left Idun at home alone. He transforms the goddess into a nut. A nut. Like a walnut? Like, like a walnut. Like a beech <laughs> nut. I don't know what nuts are, are 
native out there, but it was a you should You should have turned her into a Brazilian nut. It's hard to open those ones. Right. Uh, I don't know if they had them there. Oh, our cashew, uh, that is got like an allergen on the outside that makes you itchy. Well, either way, she's now a nut and he (laughs) grabs her in his claws and flies away with her as fast as possible. Uh, Pajaji arrives home to discover she's gone, resumes his eagle shape and flies off in pursuit of Loki. Yeah, I'm telling you. The Asir, seeing a falcon flying with a nut clutched in its claw and hotly pursued by an eagle, make haste to pile up a great heap of wood shavings and set it on fire. The falcon flies over the battlements of Asgard and drops down behind the wall. The eagle, however, overshoots the falcon and unable to stop, falls into the fire, setting light to... Yeah. Setting light to his feathers and falling to the ground within the gates of Asgard, where the Asir set upon him um, and kill him, leading Braggy to comment, and this killing is greatly renowned. <laughs> so that was Braggy telling the story of Loki stealing his wife. <laughs> he drank too much. He's like, and then, and then wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he turned her into a nut. And, well, and this is how we nut? killed You it. know the nut. A nut. <laughs> and she's probably sitting there going like, holy shit, I can't believe he's telling this story. You're like, he's the worst storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> um, Loki also fights with Idun at a different banquet. Oh. Because this- he, he likes to get up and slut shame these goddesses. So he... He accuses her of marrying Braggy, Braggy, even though Braggy killed her brother. Now, they don't say who her brother is. They don't say why he would have killed her brother. He stands up and, you know, he's like, oh, you slept with him. Like, you married your brother's, your brother's killer. And um, so Udun stands up and says, I'm asking you to do a service to your blood kin and all of the adopted relations. Don't say anything back to Loki in this hall. And Loki turns around and says, be silent. I declare that of all women, you are the most man-praised since you placed your arms washed bright all about your brother's slayer. And then she says, I'm not saying anything to you, Loki. (laughs) She says, I've quieted Braggy and made him talkative with beer and all living things love him. So (laughs) he, yeah, he he likes to stand up and accuse women of shit. (laughs) He doesn't know why they like if we all don't know why the brother got killed uh maybe he was standing in the way of their love maybe he was very abusive maybe they had abusive parents and he's taking after that parent and you know what you put hands on her and now braggy's got to step in and be like no right well so the interesting thing is that the scholar writes after even though loki's accused her of having slept with the killer of her brother there's no record of any brother or braggy killing anybody that was related to her. So maybe the reason she told him, like, I'm not even going to have this conversation with you is because you're fucking drunk and stupid. And I'm making my husband calm down by giving him beer <laughs> because he was just looking for a fight. You know what de-escalates a fight, booze. Right. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm also thinking if Braggy was the god of poetry, don't you think the story would have read a little better? He should have done a little like slam contest. Like right. at the he'd be like, "Oh, you really stepped in it, my man." <laughs> um, after that happened, the other goddesses basically stood up and told him to shut up, <laughs> like they do. I feel like he's accusing everybody of something that he's done. He's definitely killed the brother of someone. Oh, a hundred percent, 
hundred percent. He has accused, let's see, out of all the goddesses, he's accused one of sleeping with her brother's killer. He accused someone else of taking a necklace. Remember for uh, favors. Oh, right. and she, she was like, yeah, I did. Um, he told another one that she cheated on her husband at the, it's like, they're like, leave already. No one likes you. I don't know why they keep letting him go back in. So I put that under the notoriety because I thought the story was good, but there really wasn't like anywhere else to put it. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty good notoriety. <laughs> and for a Norse deity that I'd never heard of before, that's actually a pretty good story. <laughs> um, for a pen so we can write down notoriety. Yeah. Notoriety. What do you and score? I think, go on. Uh, I'm going to score a five. Because while she's in the story, she didn't actually save herself. No, she fell for some dumb, dumb thing. But it's a fun right. story, so I'm going to give her a six. Oh. Ooh. You were saying? Um, I was going to say the reason I, I also gave her a five was because at least she knew enough not to fight with Loki at the... At the oh, at the, like, yeah. Enough. Maybe that's the lesson learned from the previous incident. She's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I can't believe she followed him into the woods and brought oh. the apples. She has magic apples. How much better could it get? Right? I also love that like the gods are like, hey, when was the last time you saw her? <laughs> Braggy, you didn't notice your wife was missing? Be like, I was at a staff party. Like, I, don't <laughs> I was doing life. poetry things. <laughs> they Even literally better. didn't notice she was gone until they started getting old. Good so move, yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, the last time we saw her, she was walking out to the forest with Loki. It's like, okay. Scotty's bachelorette party. Yeah, I'm like, the fact that she left up the hall with Loki should have been assigned to anybody. Maybe follow her. Like, Be like, oh, she looks like she got that under control. Yeah. she's Oh, and she's bringing her apples. What could possibly go wrong? So, this is all scans. Where's $10 that he had- in that? He saw that happening and he was like, hmm. Yeah, not like, to no. heat up the popcorn. There's no the way fact- Hemdall's not heat up popcorn every time every like some freaking dumb time. shit is going. He's like, oh, this will this will be good. This is good. Juicy well, stuff. this is probably why she's not um one of the twelve uh, goddesses that sits at Freya's council. Oh no, I mean not to slam, but maybe. Yeah, but if she's a ghost, how was that guy able to capture her? That's true. She could have just ghosted out of there. And at first I thought she had to carry the apples around with her all the time, but he had to tell her to bring the apples. <laughs> so apparently she could just leave them somewhere and go. <laughs> all right. So that's an 11 for her. So now we're going to go into inter-realm crossover. Ooh, spooky, spooky, spooky. So around. Yeah, she does. Now the last three maybe so she's definitely in asgard she definitely goes to Odenheim. Mm. now based on her parentage i also added alflum which is mm-hmm. the elves and svavlardaflum the land of the dwarves yeah i didn't say that i enjoy it i enjoy your pronunciations um, and i also included land of Virtair, which is the land of the spirits okay now, I don't think Land de Virter was actually one of the nine realms, but it it is the Norse word for the land of spirits, which I looked I looked it up. So I don't know if that counts, but that would give her or that would give her five. That's a lot. 
It is a lot. But the elves and the dwarf one, I mean, it might be, in her, you know, because we don't really know who her father is. Well, listen, if Hemdog can have eight or nine mothers or whatever. Right. Then, she, um, could, she could have two dads. Yeah. So I'm going to give her um, a nine on that because that's a lot of realms compared to the... Because I was like, that is so much travel. Oh, goodness. Right. You know, I mean, she was a nut during some of it. Uh, <laughs> she, was, she was a nut to go along with it. She was, yeah, she's definitely not the brightest yeah, well, nut. Yeah, we get. On the treat. <laughs> so, her Ragnarok role. Technically, she doesn't really have one. Other than she will stop so I thought this was interesting. She's going to stop the gods from staying young once Ragnarok happens. I mean, so I guess. I mean, it makes sense. If they're fighting, what is she going to run around and throw apples at them? Right. What do they need to stay young for? They're either going to die or whatever. She's got to get out of Dodge. Right. Um, it doesn't say she dies or survives. It just says that she'll stop keeping the gods young once Ragnarok starts. So I, I don't really know. I'm going to give her a three because it's even mentioned in her life. Yeah. I'm going to give her a three as well, because, I mean, what else can you do? Right. Um, family fame. Uh, I mean, she she is the daughter of Freya. That's pretty huge. Yeah. And a, a potentially named father. And two potentially. Well, one potentially named father, two potential fathers. Also, she might be a ghost. <laughs> so that's it. Like. I, I think being the daughter of Freya, I think that gives her like an eight. I think at least an eight. Yeah, I'll give her an eight too. Oh, um, so surprisingly, she has some pop zygeist. Did I say it right? Nope. Uh, zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. I swear that I am a literate person and that I could read. <laughs> Is that a llama? Yes. <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> My llama pen, I put it up in the camera. So this llama judges whenever he says yeah. I strong. Like, yeah, he judges. He's been judging me this whole time. That was some serious side eye from that one. <laughs> okay, so she's been the subject of a number of artistic depictions. Um, she was a, she's been made into several statues. However, they happened in eighteen like the eighteen hundreds. And the reason I'm not reading where these statues are is because they're not in English. Oh, great. And neither are the names of the paintings that she's in. Is this like some classical Renaissance stuff where they were like really into painting like like La Primavera and stuff like that? No, I think it's in I think it's in Scandinavia. Okay. Um, given the way the words look. But she has three statues that are still standing. She has a painting that is her and Braggy. Mm. Uh, it's her, Braggy, Balder, and Nana. Oh, wow. Um, there is a painting of her with her apples. There is several paintings of her just by herself. There is actually a painting of Loki kidnap, helping kidnap her. That was done in 1911 by John Bauer. Ooh, I wonder what that looks like. And then there's several watercolors just named her name that were in the early 1900s. Um, I mean, I guess she is the goddess of fertility and youthfulness. So I'm, I'm going to look up the paintings and look at them, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that on some level, she's probably, she's probably given a lot of Aphrodite-ishness. Mm. 
as far as like being youthful and pretty and um and braggy was a pretty big deal so being his wife was you know oh yeah i'm looking at a couple of these these old-timey paintings they look pretty Uh, good yeah there was a a opera that features her and freya oh that's nice i like an Uh, opera Der Ring des Nebligan. I don't know. She has a planet, Adine Mons, which is a Mons of the planet Venus. It's named after her or a moon. Hmm. The publication of the United States based Germanic neo pagan group, The Troth, derives its name from that of the goddess because it's also called Iduna. Uh, the Swedish magazine Idun was named after the goddess, and she appears with a basket of apples on its banner. Um, she is in video games. Oh, yeah. Wow. I never heard of her, right? Like, yeah. Uh, in the Fire Emblem, The Binding Blade, the sixth installment of an RPG series, the final boss is a corrupted dragon, Idun. She's able to produce a high amount of dragons very quickly uh, to kill her, which is a nod to her role as a symbol of fertility, but to kill her, you have to get magic apples which makes sense. All right. Um, in the 2018 God of War, apples mm. of Idun act as a collectible item to assist the player, though the goddess herself does not physically appear. Um, in episode 16 of season six of the Vikings TV series, she is actually portrayed. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even portrayed- know the gods got involved in that show. I didn't either. I thought, I don't know what I thought it was. I, I guess thought I thought it was, was... burly hot men being burly hot men at each other. Yeah, but <laughs> apparently that's what that show was about. Apparently, she's portrayed. She's she shows up. Like I mean, it was just one episode, Whatever. so I don't know in what context. But better than everybody else is getting. Yeah, this is the first I've heard of the Viking TV series showing up. So apparently, she's the only one that made the cuts. I mean, we haven't gotten to like Odin and Loki and Freya yet, but yeah, they usually make make it every time yeah so I, I i don't know in what context but that's pretty good for somebody i've never heard of before <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to give her full marks on this yeah same you gave her full marks because she has a moon for the planet venus i do love a good moon you love a good planet anything if it's in space you like it i love you outer space so that's Edun. Edon. All right, let's do some quick adding up. In the meantime, uh, who do you think, what do you think she'd be the modern god of? Naivety. Um, oh, I got it. Mm. She's the modern goddess of preventing catfishing. Like if you think you're going online to date, you drop her a little, a little prayer to avoid being catfished like she was. Was she catfished? No. She wasn't catfished. No. She was. No, you're right. She was too trusting. Mm. She needs to be the goddess of don't be dumb females. And I don't <laughs> know what that would be called. <laughs> oh my God. She just got so duped so hard. She's I know. Youthful infertility and apples. I don't know. She's a kind of deception, but not the kind that she got involved in. Like she knew no, who Loki she's, was. She's like the goddess of don't get killed by a serial killer. Uh, gosh. I don't yeah. know what that would be. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> like, don't get Ted Bundy. 
seriously. She no, she's the goddess of all of the female true crime podcasts. Yay! Because they always warn you what not to do. I like that. Uh, her grand total, if you're ready. I'm ready. It's 70. Damn. Damn. Is that the that, highest? That's got to be the highest. I think the highest before that was 69. And that was the, the boys, right? One of the boys got it. I don't remember yeah. which one. Of course, I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, that's, would, high. that's yeah. I think that's definitely the highest. But do you think she's going to get a throne on Valhalla? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Me too, because she basically has those freaking apples. Yeah, she's all over it. I mean, she just needs to keep eating apples and she's going to live forever anyways. And 90% of them are going to be dead. So <laughs> oh, I Was think she... Balder got the 69. Really? Well, the nicest God gets the nicest number. That's I can't true. swear to that, though, because I, don't, I just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she will definitely get a throne on Valhalla. Woo! She's in. Jeez, baby. The nicest goddess we never knew. I wonder, um, do you think any of the neo-pagan guys uh, do that? What? Like, do, worship her? You know, I didn't fall down. I'm, I'm getting a little bit better at falling down the rabbit hole. So I didn't go past, I'll be honest, I didn't go past the Encyclopedia Britannica or um, Wikipedia. Mm. Um, but I can look real nice. Oh, apparently like a, there's also a boutique in St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, well, if I ever go to St. Paul, I'll go. Yeah, it's inspiring, empowering women to wear what they want with confidence. Okay. Very good. Um, and that seems like unrelated business, but all right. Yeah, so I don't really see any neo-pagan information no not really like like mention in passing but no not like the heavy guys no no i don't think she's um worshipped like that um she definitely has so there is also a website called historica Mm -hmm. which is uh, a swedish history website okay and she's mentioned in that too, but it's the same information. I sent you um, a little video about how the neo-pagans do their worshiping. Yes, I have to watch that because when you sent it to me, I was at the office and then I forgot. Um, if it's helpful, you can like play it in the background so you don't actually have to view it. No, it's not that. It's that people won't stop talking to me. Oh, ew. You get on my nerves. Ooh. So I have to do it when I'm like alone in the office. and. I can stick my headphones in. Good stuff. Uh, I'll link it below, probably, maybe. Uh, <laughs> if I remember. But it's good. It's very, uh, if, because they don't have a lot to pull from. Like, it's right. just, you know, the guy who, he did make mention of, like, the cut across the palm. He's like, come on now. <laughs> come on now. What, do you do? what is this? Don't... Oh, I, I'm sorry. Really quick. So I'm looking at this Swedish thing. Yep. And apparently, so they're spelling his name Thiazi with a T-H as instead of a P with that weird thing. Uh-huh. Uh, his daughter was Scotty. Oh, okay. And she wanted revenge against, against the gods of Asgard for her father being killed. Right. And then she had the foot contest to find uh, not Balder to be her husband. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that was salty, salty times for her. I know. 
She didn't she didn't care for that at all. <laughs> so that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know why this website didn't come up earlier when I was looking at it. <laughs> it happens like that. It's a different spelling. Yeah, that's true. Uh, got anything you want to add? No. I live a boring life. Oh, you're fun and interesting. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can listen to me also on Stargate podcast called ZPM. We're at ZPM on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. Lately on this show, uh, I've been more active on Instagram. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I'm Last God Pod. Or so was Danny, yeah. and she cast post over there. <laughs> I had to like I changed something the email because I registered as a child somehow, and they just wouldn't let me out of it. And I tried to get back into the original Instagram, and they were like, "Eat a dick." And I was like, "Yeah." Oh. I was like, "That's not nice." I'm registered as a child, <laughs> so I just I took Last God Pod, and I was like, "You know what? We're starting over." That's the there email. That's the Instagram. That's the Twitter. Last God Pod. Last God Boy. Pod. We still haven't found our Boston. <laughs> our Boston Norse God. Not yet, no. We'll find him. He's going to be Loki. It's going to be Loki. <laughs> no way. Poor Boston. They don't deserve that. <laughs> Do they, though? Loki's from Florida. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Loki's an uh, incel white guy. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. So find us there. Leave us a review on in-app. You can give us five stars because that's the only stars we're accepting right now. Yep. Uh, listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and all the other lovely places that you get podcasts. And thank you to Mike Giacino for our theme music. And thank you to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Woo, goodbye. Bye. Bye.